What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. Say hello to my co-host, Sharona. So, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 4 is aired. We are back. This is Part 2, The George Mossy Show. So, we need to talk about Chris and Jamie. So, we're watching after their first night in Columbia. So, we had talked about this kind of last week. We were worried about chemistry between Chris and Jamie because they have been in a full online relationship. And they were going to be getting married. And I was like, are they sexually compatible? Or even is there any chemistry at all? So we learn from both Chris and Jamie that they have no issues in that department. They are compatible. There is chemistry. There's no issues whatsoever. But there is an issue with mint. So Chris tells us that she's allergic to mint, like mint, like mint chocolate chip, mint in coffee, mint in toothpaste. Like I'd never heard of that in my life. And she can't use toothpaste that has mint in it and you have to brush your teeth. So she had to go to the drugstore and buy some non-mint children's toothpaste. Now don't get me wrong, that watermelon children's toothpaste tastes so good. It's like amazing. So it's not like horrible. Like she's not going through something terrible, but that's so crazy that she's allergic to mint because so many things that I like have mint and it, and I'm just like, whoa, that's insanity. So I want to also talk about the fact that she told us that she had a car accident. She broke her neck. And then in recovery of that, she left the hospital and was rear-ended again and then hurt herself again. Now, I don't know if this is mob-related or whatever, but it kind of sounded like somebody put a hit out on Chris, right? Is that how you feel? Because it's like, what are the odds that you're in an accident and you break your neck and then on your way from the hospital from breaking your neck, someone hits you again, rear-ended? I was like, this sounds mob-related, Chris. Like, are you okay? Should we send help? <laughs> like, is everything okay now? Because I'm super worried. And then the fact that she needs a hundred thousand dollar surgery that takes up to a year for recovery and there's like drilled holes in her head i'm terrified and even jamie jamie was like why is this the first time i'm hearing about this so that was my next thing are jamie and chris not communicating because i feel like jamie is learning everything about chris for the first time now that they've met what have they been talking about on the phone for the last year honestly i was kind of wondering that too because i feel like Everything is like newsflash. Here's this. Here's this. Oh, I didn't tell you this. I didn't tell you this. It's like, uh, shouldn't you have like told her everything? I mean, I get the narcolepsy thing she knows about, but like everything else, like what else is she going to tell us that she's allergic to or that happened to her? Like, my God, like, I'm so sorry that she got in that car accident. But like you said, like, how did that happen? That's insane. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm worried. Jamie should be worried. Like she's like, there's a lot that she has to take on as new information. And it's like, when you first meet someone, you're kind of getting to know them, but they're not just getting to know each other. Jamie is getting to know all of her medical history. And it's like, they had a whole year of video chatting and talking on the phone. They needed to like talk about all of that stuff because even Chris admitted, she's like, they didn't really talk about finances because that's kind of how this apartment situation came about. And Jamie picked out the apartment, first of all, because it checked off all the boxes of what Chris wanted. So she didn't selfishly pick out the apartment. And she had to pick out an apartment for somewhere to Chris for Chris to come to. And this apartment that Jamie picked out checked off the boxes and it was a hundred dollars more. Oh, I want to talk about first of all, a four hundred dollar a month apartment. 
I didn't know those existed. And the fact that it's only $500 a month and we saw the inside of it. It's nice. Like, okay, it's nice. It's not a tiny one room apartment. This is insanity. So I was like online today and I was like, should I just move to Bogota right now? Because for like what I'm paying him now, I would live in like a castle. Like, is this like serious? So I was like $400 is like a budget. I was like, for $400, I assume that I would live underneath a bridge in a shoebox. Like, that is insanity. <laughs> so the fact that Chris was upset about it, I was like, I don't know, Chris. Like, if somebody told me that they found me an apartment with, like, more than one room with working, running water and hot water and a toilet for $400 or $500 a month, I would kiss their feet. You know, like, I'll be like, "How you are some sort of genie wizard. How did you even make that happen? Yeah, that? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. You could get, like, an entire town in san diego or there for the way you pay in san diego like oh my god I, I that's crazy i mean i guess to me like i kind of feel what jamie's saying because like i would probably do something like that especially if you're trying to appease someone coming to another country you want something nice for them mm -hmm. so i get where she's coming from and like i guess i don't really think of a hundred dollars being a lot like i feel like that's like starbucks for the week for most people i don't know like i don't feel like i get their budgeting but it's like Jamie still does have that job. She so does. I think can... Yes, she's just on vacation. Yeah, and she offered to help. She was like, I still have my job. I can help with the bills. And I thought that that was really nice of her to say because Chris had already made it clear that she was going to take care of the bills and take care of the apartment because apparently Jamie moved out of the apartment that she was already in to do this. Mm -hmm. So she was like, well, since you did that, I'm going to take care of it. And I thought that, it was nice of her because Jamie didn't have to offer. She already had a place. You know, she already had yeah. a life before. So the fact that she's willing, it makes me feel differently. Because I know last week I said some stuff about Jamie and her intentions. Now I feel bad because I feel like her intentions aren't negative. She did say that she would help if needed. Now I feel like it's Chris who's just being a little weird about the hundred bucks. Like I spend more than a hundred dollars when I have a layover at the airport. Like I buy like magazines and food and drinks and like, I spend more, like I'll buy a t-shirt of wherever I'm at. Like I'm just boredom is my worst enemy. So it's like a hundred dollars, like seriously. And you get to live in this nice apartment. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's a little extra for Chris. I think Chris should be like, I'm glad that you found the place that met all of my criteria because her criteria was probably hard to meet. Yeah, no, I feel that because like $100 is like three things at Target. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I feel I feel like Jamie did the right thing because I feel like if she would have brought her to a $400 apartment and it didn't look nice, she probably would have freaked out. Well, yeah, I mean, she, she, that. she had a level of expectation and Jamie met that level of expectation and, and it costed a little extra. And I mean, in America, let's say this in America, if she would have got there, gotten to any city in any state for a $500 a month apartment, she would have been unsafe and unhappy with it. So I like to put it in that perspective. Jamie did a good job. She's happy. She feels safe. She's happy with the apartment. So I think she did good. And I hope that that isn't something that they're going to be arguing about, because even Jamie was like, I'll just pay the extra $100. It's not even that serious. All right, so I want to talk about Nicole and Mahmoud. So within minutes of arriving in Cairo, Egypt, Nicole realizes that returning back to Egypt was basically not a good idea, right? So Mahmoud is talking about her clothes, and she tells us in the car that he has this huge family. 
and they're always around and he lives with his mom and his family and she needs her own space. And I think that, oh, and his older brother and wife lives above them. So it's like an apartment building and then it's a small space and there's like a lot of grandkids and his Mahmoud's mom is the matriarch of the family. So everyone comes to see her and they eat together and they spend time with her. And Nicole wants their own place. So let's rewind back to the first time she came to Cairo. Mahmoud did get a place with her. And within a month or two, she headed back to America and left him with that place. So now I'm understanding why he didn't go and get a place for her when she arrived, because he's kind of afraid that she might jump ship again and leave him with an apartment that he might not be able to afford, which he doesn't even really need because his family doesn't want him to move out. In his culture, Mm -hmm. you stay as close to the family as possible. And we learned that his brother's wife, she doesn't have any friends and she doesn't go out. And it's not customary for the wives in Egypt to really have a social life outside of their family. Now, I don't want to go and like bash anybody's culture or whatever, but like friends, that's like a given. Like, I don't, I've never met anyone who didn't have any friends. Everybody has at least one. So- When his brother's wife, Fatima, said that she didn't have any friends and she wasn't really looking for any, that was like a huge red flag for me. And it's like, yes, I love tight-knit families and I love how families can be there for each other and be each other's rock. But sometimes it is nice to go out with someone who's not your family so you can complain about your family, right? Absolutely. I think like what Nicole said, like sometimes your friends become your family. That's how I am. Mm -hmm. So like if I was able to have my friends and I just had to be around my family I'd probably just go insane um because everyone needs an outlet because like when you're around the same people all the time like your family your significant you need friends you need a break like oh oh my god I I I die well it seems like there's all these red flags and Nicole is like I want you to meet me halfway and I want you to like not ask me to have all these restrictions. So Mahmoud threw the you told me card because when she was there the last time, she agreed that she would wear the hijab. She would cover her body. She would do all of the things that his religion asked. And apparently when she says that she doesn't want to do that, he takes that as like direct disrespect towards his religion. Because their religion is very held in very high regard. So he's like, I wish you wouldn't say that because it feels like you're disrespecting my religion. And I, I don't know who to blame here because if I feel like Mahmoud did do his due diligence and he asked her to take these precautions and changes and restrictions and she did say yes, but she's like, oh, well, I said yes, but now she's kind of retracting her statement and is it is it okay to do that because she married him like i'm sure he asked her to do this before they got married so is it okay to say yes then get married and then say i changed my mind like i don't know who's at fault here because i feel like nicole knew what was going on when she got back on that plane from la and went back to egypt she knew what was expected of her and she's still asking for like some sort of contract negotiation and it's like nicole you don't get a contract negotiation in his culture You can't walk around without covering your body if you're a man's wife. And it's like, Mm -hmm. she wants to like say like, oh, well, just stop asking me to do these restrictive things. It's not really up to mock mood. You know, this is his culture. These rules were kind of created before him, before his father, before his father's father were even born. You can't really ask them to change something that they had no hand in creating. These are just the rules. Yeah, I mean, she knew exactly what she was getting into. She's been there, left, came back. And she knew when they got married that this is what was going to have to be happening. Like, 
I don't know where the disconnect is. Like you said, like there's not really like a contract to get out of it for free because that's the country that you're in. Yeah. And like she said, when he first got there, she's like, are we going to go to jail for hugging too much? Like if you already know that you can't even show that much affection, what makes you think that you're going to be able to walk around with this man, not dressed how you're supposed to be dressed in that country where you live? I don't know. That's crazy. I just want to know why she went back because she says that she loves him. And I obviously he said he loves her. But love isn't going to be enough in this situation. And she told her friends and she told her family back in L.A. She was like, I can't submit to the things that he wants me to do. But yet here we are. She's back in Cairo. She's back unhappy in the apartment with his family. And she feels outnumbered by all the people there. And she just doesn't feel like she can be herself, which I have no issue with that and how she feels because she should be able to be herself she should feel free enough to be herself wherever she isn't in that relationship but again I feel like the option would have been to end that marriage and not go back because going back to a situation that you were completely unhappy in doesn't make sense like it's not going to change like she said the problems were waiting in Cairo when she arrived they they didn't disappear they just revisited and I just don't know why she went back because I feel like Mahmoud is getting his hope so because he's like i'm hoping she's here to stay i'm hoping she's gonna be here and we're gonna start our family together and start our lives together and i don't see that i see her leaving and jumping ship again because she's not the type of person to change for a man even her dad said that her dad was like she's not the type of person to change for anyone so the idea that she's going back supposedly to change for this man it doesn't make sense and i feel like she's gonna be back on a plane once again back to LA and I hope it'll be the last time because I don't know playing these games with Mahmoud and his heart it's probably unfair to him because he really does love her yeah I think it's very unfair to him because like like you said why did you go back she seems to hate everything about the country and the rules and their relationship they don't really get along why did you go back like I don't I don't know what else to say <laughs> Yeah, that's it. It's it's just like you have to end the relationship. I don't know it's hard because she probably does love him and love is never going to be enough to overcome the obstacles of this relationship. So she's going to have to end it and, you know, just rip the bandaid off. I'm a rip the bandaid off type of person. Like you got to just say, OK, this isn't going to work. It's over. And unfortunately, that's kind of where this is leading. And I'm just watching it. And it's like it's inevitable for me. Like when I watch her talk to him and they have these consistent fights and issues like where well, I know where this is going, you know, it's going exactly to that spot. All right, guys, that's all the time we have. I'm George Mossy. Say thank you to my co-host Sharona for joining me today. This is the George Mossy Show, a 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Season 4, Episode 4. Make sure you are watching with us next week because we're finally going to meet Osama and see him in his own element, which he likes to skateboard. So I want to watch some of that, right? That's an interesting thing to do when you have a 67-year-old fiance. We'll talk to all of you guys really soon.